Welcome to Heartfelt Awakening Radio. I am your host, Denny Van, and thank you for being with us on this journey. And I want to share with you something about my past. I do come from a Christian background. I was baptized as a baby as Catholic, and my mom joined a Christian organization as well as I did. But things happened over time in that organization, and I left it. And because I left it, I had this scar, if you will, within me. And anytime I would hear Bible, prayer, anything to do with Christianity, something inside me would tighten up. And I would just want nothing to do with that. So if you can relate to that, you are the jaded Christian, just like I was. <laughs> I was totally jaded. And it's time for a reconciliation. And I want to share with you something that really helped with my mindset, because it's not the Christ. It's not the Bible itself. It's not prayer. It's not those things. It's what happened by people that used it to manipulate and uh, what they call that gaslighting, right? So if you are a victim, if you will, of that, I encourage you to listen up, okay? This is for you. I discovered and was gifted over 200 lectures by a man called Neville Goddard. So if you've never heard of him, check him out. There's all kinds of stuff on the internet about the, about him and his lectures. I mean, they're just brilliant. They're Bible-based, but soul-based. These words speak to your soul. So what I encourage you to do, I'm going to read to you and with commentary, a lecture that was given on October 12th, 1969. So I was just over three years old when this lecture was given. However, these words are so profound even today. So the title of the lecture is called Reconciliation, right? So you're finding your balance, you're, everything's making sense, everything's falling into place. And I invite you to just sit and open up and listen. And so if you're watching, um, I'm in my car because it's just so loud in the house and it's nice and quiet. Well, actually it's not my car, it's, it's my son's car and it's so nice and quiet in here. So I hope you enjoy this. And again, it's reconciliation. Neville Goddard starts out by saying, if I told you who you really are, it would shock you. For in this world, you can be frightened, limited, and filled with doubt. Yet, I tell you that you are God himself. The very one who created and sustains the universe. When you first hear this, you will no doubt resist it. And believe the one who makes this statement to be insane, because the idea seems impossible. But I tell you, God is in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Jesus Christ is in you as your plan of redemption. 
So Jesus Christ, not the person, you know, the person's long gone, if there even was a person, okay? So Neville Goddard likes to point out that the Bible is really your own biography. I mean, every character in the Bible is a possible character within ourselves, right? Uh, Carl Jung talks about the archetypes. So if we look at the Bible from that perspective, we can glean a lot of wisdom out of it. So as he awakens, his message of reconciliation is entrusted to you to tell it to your brothers who are waiting, confused by reason of the dream of which they have placed themselves. So he's reminding our brothers, they're going to be confused because they, they forget they're in a dream right? So we forget this is a dream and we can wake up at any time. Exactly. And he goes on to say, when this message of reconciliation happens in you, you have entered the state called Paul. All right. So that state called Paul. I'm a master hypnotist and we are all about states. And actually we move in and out of various states all day long. And it's been said that we move into the state of hypnosis naturally about every 30 minutes. So um, these are states he's talking about, not the actual person. So we're getting the person out of it and think archetypes or think your biography, the states that you're allowed to move in and out of. And when you wake up from the dream, you can be right there in that state, the state called Paul. He goes on to say, then you too will say, from now on, I regard no one from the human point of view. Even though I once regarded Christ from the human point of view, I regard him thus no longer. So we're not looking at the human point of view. It's not me and you and we're separate. So all of these things are states within you. This is powerful. And so many are already shifting. I mean, it's like a big shift. Very nice. He goes on to say, as Saul, so just a little backstory here. Before Paul came, became Paul and woke up, he was Saul. So that's who they're referring to Paul before he woke up in the actual Bible. As Saul, sleeping man, Christ is seen as a person. So before Paul woke up, he was Saul and he was seeing Christ as a person. That's just fantastic. Someone separate and on the outside. But as Paul, man awakens to the knowledge that Christ is God's plan of salvation, and from that moment on will not be seen as human. So let's back up to that salvation stuff. So the knowledge that Christ is God's plan of salvation. So salvation is all, all about not sinning. And we did a whole thing on sinning and how we know sin through Christianity is a little bit warped. So if you understand what the true meaning of sinning and really we're off our own mark, we're off centered. So think of it that way. And so when you're in this state of sinning, you're, you're seeing, you see yourself as separate from the world. Neville goes on to say, God prepared the way for his banished sons to return to himself 
Christ is the way. Why should you be disturbed when you hear that Christ is a plan which has a voice when you read of the serpent who spoke to Eve, the asp who conversed with Pharaoh, and Daniel's experience of the tree becoming man? Everything is personified in Scripture. Everything is personified in Scripture. A plan is speaking telling you, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father except by me. This is scripture, which is something entirely different from anything a man might sit down and write. So pausing for a second. So we have the outside world and the material world, and then we have the inside world, the truth and the light. But this is scripture, which is something entirely different from anything that you or I might sit down and write. So he's talking about inspired scripture. In this world, we are God's sons, which he banished for a purpose. So I guess that goes back to the story of Adam and Eve getting banished from the Garden of Eden for eating of the forbidden fruit after telling them not to eat the fruit. I mean, come on, guys. What do we do to our kids? Don't run in the street. What are they doing? They're running in the freaking street. So we were children at that time, and we learned to tell them what not to do, but tell them what to do, right? So we were banished for a purpose. He goes on to say, Christ, in his plan of redemption, which God prepared to reconcile his sons to himself. So there is going to be a reconciling here. God sent us out into the world of death, of horror and despair, only after preparing a plan which would bring us back as God himself, for there is only God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. There is only one ultimate body, one ultimate spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all. So there's only one. So you and I, you're sitting over there or watching from there or listening from over there, and I'm over here in my car in the garage, and we're separate, right? So how can there be one? The energy that flows and animates this meat suit is the same energy that flows and animates your meat suit. One. But we're given the illusion of being separate, right? And he goes on to say, Paul was on his way to find those called the people of the way to bind and bring them to Jerusalem. When it happened in him, and he was blinded by the truth. Then he defended himself to those who were blind by saying, you cannot prove anything against me. For our fathers taught us that God would raise the dead and scripture has fulfilled itself in me. So he wasn't physically dead, but he was dead asleep in this three-dimensional world. So he was raised from the dead in the body that he was in, 
and scripture was fulfilled within himself. He goes on to say, I tell you, every being, no matter what he is doing, has done, or is planning to do, is God playing a part. For there is nothing but God in the world. Isn't that fantastic? Okay, so all the people showing you all the things you hate and have yet to be mm, integrated and healed within you, the things that are triggered, you know, somebody says, oh, the Bible, and have you found Jesus, and do you pray, and all that stuff, and all of a sudden you're triggered, you know, and all these things, that's God trying to wake you up. So it is fantastic. He goes on to say, I know from experience that God is love. Love, the word love, I've been a professional linguist for 25 years, maybe more, but the word love has been adulterated. So what I'd like to say here is let go of any meaning ideas you have behind that word love. The love is a noun, not a verb. So if you, if I love you, I might show you that I love you by cooking you a nice meal or, you know, doing something for you. That's a verb. This love is talking about the noun. This is what we swim in. This is what is, is again, animating this body. And he goes on to say that he is love, which is indescribable. So the moment you try to describe it, that's not it. It's indescribable. You cannot describe it. And the moment you try to, you personify it because you cannot personify it. He goes on to say, I know what it is like to love a child, my wife, my family, and friends. But I cannot describe the feeling that possessed me when I stood in the presence of infinite love and felt his embrace. So this is putting yourself in a state. You're putting your consciousness in a state of being. Just like a hypnotist will put you in a state of hypnosis, you can put yourself in a state of hypnosis. And if you can put yourself in a state of hypnosis, you can put yourself in a state of love. And when you do, I can only describe it from my experience, but I don't want to ruin it for you. But even in dead things, even in dead things, I see a glow, a vitality about it. Like a tree, you'll see the outline of the tree. You may even see the leaves of the tree. But when you're in this state and you're looking out, this gift of what I call my meat suit, this gift becomes so precious, no matter what it is. And you look out and you're one with everything. You don't see that separateness. But everyone has their own experience. Basically what you're doing, you're raising your vibration. You're creating a vibrational frequency that opens you up into this states. He goes on to say, I cannot describe the feeling that possessed me when I stood in the presence of infinite love and felt his embrace. At that moment of incorporation, I knew myself to be love. And although others cannot see it, I wear the body of love. 
I now share my experiences with you in the hope that you will believe me and I will go out on a limb and tell you that there are some here who will not depart this world until you know the truth of what I say. That this pathway is a series of mystical experiences in which God reveals himself in action for the salvation of his sons. So salvation meaning you're back to center. You know it's real. You know who you are. And you're not suckered in the world. And you're flowing about like a leaf on the wind. And going over there in shiny object syndrome. This is the salvation. This is the peace that you find when you shift into this state of being. The state of Paul. And he goes on to say, Now when I give you something in the spirit, you do not lose it. Rather, it increases in its potency. Increases in, in, in its potency. So when two or more are gathered in my name, increases that potency. One night in vision, I gave my immortal eyes to one so that she may see the truth of which I speak. Last week, she shared this experience with me. She said, I awoke in my dream hearing heavenly music coming from a room in the house where I lived with my father. I got out of bed, walked to the foyer, and looked into the adjacent room where I saw a ball of brilliant light sitting on a stool playing the piano. Within that light was the skeleton of a child. And I said to myself, I must find someone to witness this, for without a witness, Neville will never believe me. Now, this lady was living with her father in her dream. Scripture tells us that when Jesus was accused of testifying of himself, and therefore it was not true, he said, Your law states that when two agree in testimony, it is conclusive. My testimony is true, for I am not alone. The one who sent me, who is my father, he witnesses with me. This lady, again, this lady's earthly father is but a symbol of her heavenly father, who is the cause of the phenomena of all life. Desiring to find a witness to her experience, she sees her father getting ready to go to work and questions him, saying, Do you hear what I'm hearing? And he answered, Yes, I do. Then she grabbed him by the hand and led him into the room where he too saw the brilliant light framing a child skeleton playing a heavenly concerto. Knowing she had her witness, she wanted to tell me, but when she arrived at my home, her father had vanished and standing beside her was her friend Natalie, who knew nothing of her experience. Knowing that my wife was asleep upstairs, she entered my living room to discover it was a garden of flowers. I was there in a body of love so bright, I seemed to her to be the prince of light as I walked among the flowers, gathering a bouquet of white flowers for the one I love, who was asleep upstairs. I looked at her as though I didn't see her, and then she knew that I already knew what she had come to tell me. So 
He knew people would tell him their dreams after hearing one of his lectures and have this mystical experience. So you're your, your awakening, your, your spiritual awakening is not something that happens in this 3D world. And Jesus says in the Bible, you know, that the world and its desires are passing away. So there's constantly movement and change. But there's one thing that doesn't move and doesn't change. And this is the larger mystical part of you. And this is important to know that scripture or any kind of text is only pointing you in the direction you should go. So start to open up and listen to your dreams. Definitely listen to your dreams. He goes on to say, I have been enveloped in the body of love and I knew the one to whom I gave my eyes would before I depart this world. See the truth of what I say. The world is a shadow containing symbols. An earthly father is but a symbol of our heavenly father. The one who has experienced God's path of redemption is sent as a messenger of reconciliation. I have experienced this plan and knew that I will not depart this world until someone testifies the truth of what I have said. I am now enveloped in love, clothed in the light she saw as the child skeleton. And through the centuries, the symbol of Christ has been the child, clothed in love. And having experienced the pathway, I can truly say, I am the way, I am the light, I am the truth. Here we see the way of redemption taking on the human form and speaking to man as a man. For the pathway takes man to awaken and externalize it. So we go out in our world, we need our five senses to confirm that it's real, yet these are mystical experiences. How can we confirm that it's real? It's real. He goes on to say, the way to the Father seems to be dead, but as you enter, the way is resurrected. Man is the living way to the Father, for when man reaches his destination, he is God the Father. Then that individual is entrusted with the message of reconciliation. So from my experience of reconciliation, it's just this state of knowing you remember all of your lives. Every experience comes like a movie flashing past. And I have all of these experiences, having memories of when I shouldn't remember as a child, memories of when past lives, experiences. And so this reconciliation, like when Jesus, after he was baptized, when John the baptizer brought him out of the water, the dove came, appeared above his head. This was the opening of the crown chakra, connecting, making the final connection to God as God. Then that individual is entrusted with the message of reconciliation. Those who are most interested in things of this world will deny the message. They are those who desire a diamond 
like the one which recently sold for over a million dollars. Okay, we're talking the 1960s here. I'm sure it's going to sell for a few million dollars today. Millions of those in the world are more interested in hearing about a piece of stone than the way I have traveled. But who of you here know the way? For I have told you how. When I entered the way, I activated it. That's important. You enter it, you activate it. And there is only one way back from where we are to where we were. So there's no going back. There really is no going back once you see, once you understand, once you have this knowing. And again, this knowing can't be described in words. You just cannot describe it in words. And once you try to describe it in words, it's it's heresy, right? It's it's done. It's it's no longer it. He goes on to say, "We were aware of being God the Father before we came into the world. Individualized now, we will leave this world and return to the Father by traveling the way which was fixed before." that the world was so everything's already set in motion and so now it's all playing out everything was already set in motion and it's all playing out so just notice everything that is playing out and the less energy we give to whatever is playing out that's not on your path the better exactly so he, I'm going to go down to where he talks about the 82nd Psalm here. In the 82nd Psalm, we read the words God spoke to us, his banished sons. I say, you are gods, sons of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, you will die like men and fall as one man, O princes. Although you do not know it yet, you are a prince destined to awaken as the king of all and the lord of all for in the end there is only one god containing all of his sons who know themselves to be the one lord and father of all so with this he goes on to say um even though he's clothed in this fleshly body that this fleshly body isn't really the most important thing and to go inside in that state of Paul and activate it. So this is something that you have to do. You can only do this. And when we're pushing away everything that triggers us, you know, maybe being an ex-Christian or not wanting to do with anything with Jesus or the Bible, just keep it away, keep it away. If that's you, Go down and heal whatever that is about because, you know, there's something about there in the 3D world that, he, you know, happened and it is triggering you and it's blocking you from seeing what you need to be seeing. So with that, I highly encourage you to check out some Neville Goddard. We have some Neville Goddard already on our YouTube and on our podcast. So definitely check him out. And for you who are a jaded Christian, it is time. It's time for a reconciliation, meaning it's got to all make sense. And it does all make sense. Allow yourself to go inside get inside. 
Put the world outside. Go inside beyond your heartbeats and be still. Be very still. And in this space, you shift into that state. And in that state, it's not emotional. It's not an emotional love. It's a state of light, open air, support, love, being hugged in this state of being. So I do, I am a hypnotist and I do work with people who have been spiritually hurt uh, in the past to, to go in and, and heal those so that you can really open up to this state of being because it's already you. But if we have so much in the way that blocks us and constricts us and says no to it, then it, it's time for a reconciliation. So with that, I want to thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me and, and sharing Neville Goddard's lecture, especially this one, because it really does, it, it touches my heart. And anybody who can set aside and heal that and be open to the possibility of the messages within the Bible and being taught in such a way that your soul wakes up. All right, so I want to hear from you. Let me know in the comments. You can now leave me a voice message on our podcast. So we'll make sure we leave that information in the description. And keep being amazing. Mm -hmm.